This podcast is a presentation of UCTV.TV, University of California Television. Like what you learn? Help others discover UCTV podcasts by leaving a comment or rating in iTunes. Hello, good afternoon. My name is Rafael Fernandez de Castro. I'm the director of the Center for U.S.-Mexican Studies at the University of California, San Diego. And I'm very pleased to be here with Beth Ross Buckley and with Andres uh, Martin. And uh, uh, this is wonderful. You're going to uh, have today this world premiere of Unstoppable and, and a very important piece by Andres. So, Beth, I mean, you are the leader of Camarada. This is a chamber music ensemble. Could you share with us, I mean, what is Camarada all about and how come you discover Andres? And, and what is, uh, because I know Camarada and you have this very... Uh, enthusiasm for Latin American music. So tell us about this. <laughs> well, first, Camarada is a chamber music ensemble that plays lots of different styles of music, um, classical, baroque, tango, jazz. I just bring in different people who have expertise in those areas, and we have a lot of fun collaborating. And my intent in San Diego is to bring oasis, connection, and culture to the music community, or to the whole community. And um, I love get really getting into programming, um, very interesting, maybe some standards, but maybe some hidden gems, and we bring them all together to make a masterpiece. So that's, that's our mission in San Diego. And um, we've been doing this for 26 years. I'm a founding member, and um, I just have a big passion for chamber music. It's so much fun for me and I love connecting with the audiences. You mentioned you know, that we do have an affinity for Latin music. Mm -hmm. um, the first time I heard a piazzolo piece, I went searching for everything he did. <laughs> I have been obsessed ever since. So, um, and, and, you know, other Latin American music too, but piazzolo has been, and tango has been a focus for us. And it so, definitely impacted you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, last year, um, we, I, needed a bass player for my tango quintet and a good friend Susan Wolf recommended Andres Martin and it was a perfect match and not only just for tango but for meeting a musician who is so passionate and so gifted. We are so lucky that he crosses the border to play with us. So that's what started the relationship, and then um, we were intending to go to South America on a, with a Camerata Tango Quintet. In yeah, I wanted to be your March. groupie. I know. I was hoping you'd be the groupie. We were supposed to leave March 19th, and of course we didn't. But um, once Call that happened, you. once Call that me. happened, I said, okay, what am I going to do now? I first need to get over 
letting go of that tour and, and understanding what's going on in the world, but how are we going to make music? What are we going to do in this time? Because I, I have a need to connect with people and to keep the music going. So I called up Andres and asked if he would do a piece and he'll tell you more about that process. And here we are. And here we are. Andres, let, let me start in. Uh, would you, uh, uh, you were born in Argentina. Yes. But you've been living in Tijuana for almost two decades, for almost yes. 20 years. So tell us, I mean, how Tijuana, this border town, has impacted you, your music? Uh, uh, I mean, you're a virtuoso now. And has Tijuana helped you become what you are? Yes, uh, thank you, Rafael. I, when I arrived to Tijuana... Well, I grew up in Buenos Aires, which is a big city, a capital of Argentina. And Tijuana gave me uh, a space for believing that every project I dream of could be possible. Uh, since I arrived, I, I arrived to mainly uh, perform with the Baja California Orchestra. But I, had, I always had my own projects and, and my own dreams uh, in music and in Tijuana, I found always people that was uh, wanting to make these projects uh, become a reality. And not only individuals... It's a city of happening, you're right. Yes, exactly. Not only individuals, but also institutions, uh, private and uh, on the government. So my perception changed because I started believing that every dream I have could be possible there. And that changed my life because it encouraged me to to pursue more and more projects. Andres, uh, and Tijuana, it's, it's San Diego, and San Diego is Tijuana. I mean, we're, yes. uh, we're in this together. Yes, I mean, exactly. And I believe exactly. that each city benefits a lot by being neighbors. So what about San Diego? How, how San Diego well, and being yeah. living next to California has affected you? Yeah, well, that, that changed my life because uh, when, I, when I started going across the border and I instantly wanted to meet all the bass players in the, in the area in San Diego and it was great because I, there's, obviously there's a big cultural difference. Uh, the history is different, the people is different, but the needs are pretty similar and uh, music has helped us to connect and to dream together. And I made wonderful friends uh, in this side of the border, and we started doing all those projects we started doing on both sides of the, of the border. And not only it, it worked for us, but it worked also for our students, for our community. Uh, so when I realized this, uh, um, this possibility of reaching across the border uh, culturally, all my projects and all my dreams became binational. Excellent. And, and also, I, uh, that, has a, that has a huge creative power. And I'm very proud and honored to say that many of the projects that were born uh, in this cross-border uh, reality, now they are going around the world. That's wonderful. Yeah. Could you give us an example? Well, because I want you to tell us about Unstoppable and what is yes. the meaning in this. Uh, oh, we're still living under COVID-19. Yes. Uh, but, but tell us about one example. That, uh, well, uh, how almost, come San Diego and Tijuana have allowed, uh, allowed you yeah. to, to basically project yourself to the entire yes, world? Yes, yes. Well, 
more than a decade ago, I founded a bass festival in Tijuana okay. that I was uh, leading, and it was running every day, every year, I mean, sorry. Um, and this festival was a, a festival for bass players, and every year I was getting teachers from U.S. and many students from U.S., but not only from San Diego, from all over the United States. And also, I was getting over between 50 and 70 bass players from all over Mexico and Latin America. Wow, that's awesome. So that helped to many people who could not get a visa or could not afford an international travel to come to Tijuana and meet all these wonderful professors. And it was the same for many bass players and, and also professors that were for the first time in Mexico and met all these people from all over Latin America. Um, and they, uh, in that spot, began uh, relationships between professors and students that then they were uh, to study in universities in the U.S. or, or Europe, or it, it helped all also to open the doors for artists in the U.S. to start meeting uh, institutions and people in Mexico and, and just start spreading their music over there. started uh, maybe in one of the worst moments of the pandemic, which was in the very uh, first uh, few months, uh, because there was, I remember at the very beginning of it, they were saying that this was going to be maybe for a, a couple of weeks or a couple of months, mm -hmm. but there was a moment where I believe we all realized it was going to be a long time. And there was a lot of, of fear about the future. I was uh, kind of desperate to not be able to plan about something. Because one thing is that somebody tells you, okay, you have to slow down 
and maybe start making plans for, I don't know, six months, one year. But when there's no answer, the, the feeling is that you have to stop and there's no hope there. Um, and I refused to do that. I couldn't believe I, I will have to stop completely of creating and doing something. And um, I was uh, having conversations with many friends and colleagues, musicians, and they were all afraid. They were all uh, full of uh, uh, fear and negativity. And when I spoke with Beth, it was the complete opposite. She was feeling exactly like me, like, let's do something. And I was uh, kind of, uh, I couldn't believe how someone could, in the worst possible moment of the humanity, invest in creating art. And that was kind of a big trigger for me for what it became a, a, a wonderful year. And it was the first and, and the core piece of, uh, of my engine, of my creative engine. And, um, and that's why I thought, well, I, I will have to do something that reflects this energy, this creative energy that we all people we have. The first mo movement it's full of energy, it's on fire, which was the, the, the complete feeling I had since the very beginning. I was like, oh my God, now we are a team. Now we, we're, moving, we're moving forward and we're making things happen despite this whole uncertainty that we all are living right now. second movement, uh, the name is Ecos of Hope, and I, I had this feeling that we all were isolated, and we all were feeling alone, and we, we were all were together. It's been hard on us. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, but the big paradox is that we are all together in that feeling, because we are experiencing the same thing at the same time. So, I thought about how can people inside of each of their homes, they can be feeling something and they can be feeling this loneliness, but at the same time, we are all feeling the same. It's more about going back to, to inside of, of us because I, my, in, at that moment, I was also thinking that everything outside was so much out of control that the best use of my time I could do, it was like focus on myself, on my inner self. Um, so that movement, it's, uh, it, it's structured like a guided meditation. Okay. So uh, I think you will see it, uh, but it, it served us to down, go down to the earth and reconnect with our inner self. And I believe that's a beautiful thing, and it's even more beautiful 
when we are doing it together. And the last one is kind of a celebration of life, the will of spree. Um, and it's, again, full of energy and playfulness and because at the end, we all have this spirit. So that's a, a this is wonderful. This is a beautiful story. Andres, thank you for sharing with us. Beth, uh, could you tell us a little bit, a, a bit, a little bit about uh, your ensemble to, to perform Unstoppable? I mean, who, who, who are the players I and mean, what instruments? So Andres' idea was because Dave, my husband, and I play, perform together, his first idea was let's make it for flute and violin because I know they can practice together. And I was Which like, is David Sandu. Yeah, me and David. And then I was like, yes, but when we can play with you, I'd like a version with bass to show how we're now coming together. And that's what you'll hear tonight is the flute, violin, and bass. That's lovely. I heard you uh, design a new bass. Yeah. Could you share yeah. that with us? Yeah, I think uh, that is amazing. Yes, this uh, this collaboration began uh, about uh, around two years ago, and I started uh, working with Eastman Strings, which is an American company, and we started uh, doing this collaboration because they wanted uh, to have a, a solo bass, which is a bass uh, more aimed for a, a target that plays more in a solo setup. Than rather than in an ensemble. So the, the bass uh, has a did, if you can change uh, a bit of the shape and the design, it changes a lot of the sound and allows you to have a, a, a more bright sound that can stand out from the ensemble because the, the usual role of a bass is to be in the background and to serve as a foundation mm -hmm. of the whole ensemble. Uh, so that's fantastic, but when you take this bass and step in the front of the ensemble, but your instrument wants to be in the back, it's not so good. <laughs> so um, so I, I, I designed this instrument for them, and we've been doing um, prototypes. Unfortunately, we had to stop uh, the, process, the, the whole process for one year, and okay. we just reconnected, and I'm very proud with the result and, and to present this instrument.
Beth and, and Andres share uh, with me and with us your dreams about uh, Unstoppable. It's, uh, of course, you have dreams about this season and about what's coming. So share about, your dreams. Well, I think um, having this mantra of Unstoppable has kept us going, and I am so excited that we are going to be offering the rest of the season and you know just a, a shorter time okay. but um we are we're, our dream is to complete the season for our audience in san diego and i'd say my dream for this piece is that we keep performing it maybe all over the world that's wonderful yeah, yeah. we'll see we haven't talked yeah. about that we are unstoppable we are unstoppable <laughs> <laughs> who will stop you guys <laughs> yeah. Andres yeah. what is your take on this well I just uh, I, I wish this uh, brings some um, some hope and some conviction to to other musicians uh, so they can start again pushing forward uh, to make music happen because music it's a life experience Um, and I think we all miss it, uh, musicians and audiences, and because at, at the end we want to connect, and the connection is so much stronger when we are facing uh, each other. So I hope this serves as an inspiration to others, because uh, uh, keep playing this and doing it around the world, I don't hope for it, I know it's going to happen. <laughs> There we go. Well, as a Mexican myself who... Who live in San, in San Diego? I, I, I'm very grateful to you because I'm glad that you're putting together this unstoppable. That this is a collaboration between I mean, Tijuana and San Diego. This is a across the board collaboration. That I believe this is wonderful. I believe we basically getting richer by by having more Tijuana yes. into San Diego and the other way around. So, yes. congratulations, guys! And, Thank uh, you. Have a wonderful performance. And, Thank you. Uh, And I hope this, uh, the University of California, San Diego, will have uh, much more events like this. This is wonderful for us. Thank you, Rafael. Oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you very much. This is wonderful.
Thank you. 
You've been listening to a podcast by University of California Television. For more information about this program or UCTV, visit us online at uctv.tv.